Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, final hour, late show. Let's talk some hockey with friend of the show, regular guest here on the late show, Jesse Pierce, Bard on Beauty's podcast, NHL.com. She joins us courtesy of the John Schuster Gold Banker Hotline. First off, um, Jesse, I hope that you have an amazing week with the family and the kids. Are you prepared to cook for Thanksgiving? Always. I love whipping up a good meal. There's nothing like it. Uh, and I think I do a pretty darn good job, too, if I say so myself. My kids might disagree, but they seem to hate everything I make that isn't like corn dogs. So, you know, I got that going for me. We'll see. All right. So so t- tell me what are your must-haves when we talk about the Thanksgiving dinner? What, what, what are the things that have to be a part of every single Pierce household Thanksgiving meal? Mashed potatoes. Okay. Uh, stuffing, but I'm not talking Stouffer's. I like to literally dry my bread out and do it kind of that way because yep. I think it tastes better. So okay. I got to go with that stuffing. I'm a cherry pie gal myself. I'm not a fan of pumpkin, really pumpkin anything. I'm not one of those PSL ladies or gents. Sorry to those out there who are, but give me a <laughs> cherry pie and uh, some green beans. And really, that's I'm super plain. I'm that kid that doesn't like uh, my food touching. So Thanksgiving can kind of be a nightmare for me. But uh, I can make it work, so I got smaller portions. No turkey on the plate. I mean, and obviously the turkey. That's, okay, I figured okay. that was. I thought that was a given, right? I'm glad you said cherry pie because there was some weird um, polling or something that came out like last week that we went over, and they said that the the pie for this state, amongst other states, at Thanksgiving was cranberry pie, and yeah. I've never had cranberry pie in my life. I've never. I don't even know that that's a thing, right? Yeah, I, like, I didn't think it was either. Sauce in there, like that doesn't sound because yeah. cranberries are so tart. Yes, like, that's the whole anti pie flavor. Yeah, it it didn't sound appealing to me, and it sounded like fake news. So I, I just I'm not yeah. going to buy into that. But I agree. Uh, something else I don't want to buy into, but it's a reality. The Minnesota Wild have lost five consecutive games, and they are on um, the absolute struggle bus right now. So. I need some help here. What the heck is going on with the with the Minnesota Wild? Because it's been flat out ugly here to start the year. I mean, I wish I had an answer. I'm sure Dean Epson wishes he had the answer. Bill Guerin, everybody surrounding the Minnesota Wild organization is looking for an answer. And unfortunately, there isn't an easy one. You can't really point to just one thing because it's a lot of different areas that the Minnesota Wild are struggling in. You can start with defense and the inability to really shut down opponents right now. The Minnesota Wild allowing four goals per game average, which is it's good. It's you cannot be letting that many goals in, especially when on the flip side you're not scoring nearly as much. The goal differential for the Minnesota Wild second worst in the National Hockey League, behind only the San Jose Sharks, who are having a really really rough season. 
Um, but between the defense and then you've got to talk goaltending a little bit, that's not as strong as it usually is. But more bothersome and more worrisome is the top six forwards. You're looking at guys like Kirill Kaprizov, Matt Boldy, uh, Marcus Johansson. Those guys are really struggling to find their game right now. And that's not good for anybody. Marco Rossi's kind of the shining light, if you will, for those younger guys. And I think the bottom six forwards are playing well. But those top six, especially number 97, have to get going if this team wants to have any chance of being successful and even making the playoffs come the end of the regular season. How much of it goes back to Kirill? And the reason why I ask it in that way, Jesse, is because I think that Kirill is somebody that he's so dynamic, he's so exciting, electrifying as as an athlete that not only do his teammates feed off of him, but the fans, clearly, they feed off of his energy as well. Do you think that once we get him on the right path that a lot will be resolved with this team? I think it will definitely help. I mean, you know, it's not even the lack of scoring that Kirill has because really when you look at the numbers, it's not terrible. And certainly last year he went through kind of a similar scoring slump. But it's the way that he's playing. It's so different from the Kirill that we seem to know and love. It's turning the puck over in the neutral zone. It's kind of missing a little bit of that work ethic. Nobody works harder than Kirill Kaprizov. And not to say that he hasn't necessarily been working hard. It just looks different. He looks kind of deflated. He doesn't really even look frustrated. He just looks kind of down. And it's it's interesting to try to figure out what's going on. I know there's the question of, is he hurt? Is he not? I don't know. And I think we're searching for a simple answer like that. Like, oh, well, that's why when really it could be something more is just not working because yes, of course, when opposition comes in and they have, you know, Kirill Kaprizov on their sites, it's going to be harder for him to be able to create space and move the puck and get those goals. However, that's what a superstar does. That's why he's getting paid the superstar money. And he is a superstar in this national hockey league. So really it's time for him to step up and, and start acting one because as we've all seen, uh, once he leads, the rest will follow. So it'll be absolutely crucial for him to get things going here. Yeah, talking to Jesse Pierce, Bart on Beaters Podcast, as well as NHL.com, joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. W- what did you make of, <laughs> we know it wasn't good over the weekend with the uh, the Minnesota Wild in their, in their trip, but um, just overall, what did you glean from the, uh, the last, couple of, uh, last couple of games? I mean, two points is better than none, so I will give them that, right? (laughs) Certainly getting into overtime is better than I thought they would do. And there were some areas of improvement. Some guys started to look better. But, again, your top six forwards are invisible and not noticeable, not doing anything. When John Merrill and, uh, you know, Connor Dewar, your goal scorers, for instance, that's not exactly a normal vibe that Minnesota Wild should be having. And, And albeit Toronto is a fantastic team, And Ottawa certainly is up and coming as well, and they're getting their stuff together too. So, I mean, not terribly awful to lose the way they are. But you also need guys like Freddie Goudreau, who's just returning from injury, to get to his game quicker. I mean, again, so many elements, Lake, that just are not going the Minnesota Wilds way that absolutely have to turn on because, as the NHL fan base knows, usually you can look at where the playoff teams are come Thanksgiving, and that will yield true come actual playoff time. And right now, your Minnesota Wild are sitting sixth in the Central Division and five points out of a playoff spot. Let me ask you, what has the vibe been like at Excel uh, Energy Center this year? I haven't been to a game yet uh, t- to this particular point, but the reason why I ask that particular uh, question, Jesse, is because I am more and more getting these emails about tickets being available, and that's not how it used to be at the X. Mm-hmm. At the X, it used to be about like, okay, yeah, um, 
man, can you please let us know when there's going to be some more tickets available and, and when there's not a waiting list? I'm getting emails all the time into my inbox regarding tickets. So is it is it packed? I mean, it, I, it clearly can't be packed houses right now, but what's been the overall like atmosphere like? I mean, it certainly has filled out, and again, you have to consider it's expensive to go to some of these games, right? It's certainly, you don't want to pay all this money to see a product on the ice that isn't going to be that much fun. And right now, the Minnesota Wild are not. You go back to the most recent home game, a Sunday afternoon game against the Dallas Stars, and now the Dallas Stars are an incredibly good team. But to get waxed 8-3 to three is not what you need to be showing your fan base, especially a fan base as smart as Minnesota is, one that knows the hockey, one that loves the hockey, and one that is just dying to see some sort of winning on the ice and, and by product. And again, usually Kirill Kaprizov was that guy. You came to at least watch the Kirill Kaprizov show, and this year you're not even seeing that, and it's frustrating. Fans are, you know, getting understandably upset. And the Minnesota Wild players are aware of that. You know, they're not trying to gloss over that fact at all. It's not lost on them that they need to be better in front of their fans at home. And luckily, that'll start on Friday against a tough, tough opponent in the Colorado Avalanche. But hopefully they can get something going and uh, put together at least a good show for those that are in attendance for Black Friday. All right, so are the kids out of school this week? Is is that how it goes for Thanksgiving week? Is it the whole week they're out or or no? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Close. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And last question about the kids: Are, are the, uh, is is Emery? She still she still kind of you know she still the the queen of the castle right now. She's still <laughs> running the show. Oh, her favorite word is no. Uh, we asked her <laughs> if she knows any other words, and she said yes. So she is aware that there are other things to say, but she just. Uh, She's our little princess. She enjoys it that way. Does she know and, that she's uh, a star on a radio show? Absolutely. She's <laughs> she's well aware. I mean, she's already planning her red carpet speeches. I think she's probably assumed she'll be more famous than anybody in our family. So, which, you know what? All the more power to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving this week. Uh, eat plenty of food on Thursday because I know that I am. I'm actually in preparation for Thursday. Guess what I'm going to do, Jesse? What do you got going? Starting uh, tonight after I get off the air, I am embarking on a 72-hour, well, a little bit short of 72 hours, water fast. Is this what Dana White just did over at the UFC? Oh, uh, did he? I think I might have. I think I might have heard something about that. I might have, yeah. yeah. But but I've done a water fast before. I just haven't done, like, close to 70, I mean, 72 hours. That's three days of just... I've only done like a day and a half, almost a little bit shorter, two days. And mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah. It's like bone broth and stuff, right? No, it's been no. more of um, lemon water. And then, you know, okay. f- you know, for, for they, they say sometimes give it, give a little pinch of salt in some water too, to, yeah. to kind of, yeah. you know, yeah. But I've never, yeah, I've not done the, 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 the broth. Okay. But I've heard of it. You'll have to let me know how that goes. I'm not strong enough to do that at all. But uh, I'm excited to watch other people do it. Good for you. I know. I'm, I'm now you're going to have me Google search the other Dana White thing because I think yeah, I, I just saw it this weekend because I was so oh, fascinated because really? he looked yeah like he he looked great like he did it for I think 72 hours something like that. Yeah, I, I've done it before. They, they say it's um they say that when you do a water fast that and when you're fasting in general and you're doing like no solid foods or whatever. They mm-hmm. say that your body goes into, I don't know what the term is, like atrophy, atrophy okay. or something like that. Yeah. Atrophy. Yeah. Is that what, is that yeah. what they say? That uh, Chris? Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. and, and, and just everything in your body starts to 
like rejuvenate. So and you're cleansing out everything, and so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully, I will. Uh, I'll look like I'm ready to hop into my uh, my new Calvin Klein boxers here in, in the next couple of days. I mean, after my weekend in La Crosse, Wisconsin with my best friends, I probably should do some sort of dry out like that myself, but uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> all right, all right. Love you, girlie. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, H. All right, yep. all right. Take care. That's uh, Jesse Pierce, Bar Down Beauty's podcast, joining us here on The Lake Show. All right, uh, we will take a break. We'll come back. Uh, ooh, we get updated. Uh, what is happening here? Oh, still a tie game, man. The, it's the rematch of the Super Bowl. Uh, More Lake Show coming up next year. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, we got a fun night. Oh, at least for me, of sports on the TV. Because we've got, right now we've got the, the rematch of the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles playing on Monday Night Football, Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts. We're all tied at seven. It's been an entertaining, really good defensive effort by both teams. So we've got that going for us. We've got the Wolves facing the New York Knicks, and the Wolves, I think, lead by one at halftime. Uh, I think it's one. And then, you know what I got tonight? Oh, you got KU hoops? Hey, well, See, you gave me that. Uh, you, you you gave me one of those uh, looks like I don't plan on going out anywhere tonight. So, I figured you were channeling the first couple of segments of the show. So you're hey, you gonna be homebody and I'm gonna be. I, watch I, KU. Watch <laughs> KU hoops. I see what you did there. You're gonna be homebodying. See? I'll be homebodying, baby. I didn't even know that was a thing. Homebodying. And um, programming note tomorrow night. I'm going to be off. Stevie T is yes. in for me Yep. at 6. I am going to be at Gopher Basketball with my father. There you go. So so like a, little, a, little, a little bonding time with Dad Okay. over the holiday season. Back with you guys on Wednesday. Everybody 
assuming your family, too, will be eating turkey and plenty of food on Thursday and then back in action on Friday. Yeah. So tonight, Wednesday, Friday. You're like a college trig course. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You got off Tuesday, Thursday. Well, you remember those class schedules in in college where you're like you you had certain classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe that's just how we. But yeah, we had certain classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then you had other ones Tuesdays, Thursdays. Um. Yeah, I did have that schedule. Like I never really looked at it that way. Uh, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing, or the Tuesday, Thursday. I never really looked at it that way until when I got off campus. Oh, <laughs> uh, see? So when you get off campus, that's the game changer. Well, see, that's when yeah, – well, I mean, that's when you have your early Friday classes. So you're done early? Absolutely, yeah. If you schedule your classes till like, 6 o'clock on a Friday, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, you need to go to college for more than – Wait, for, 6 o'clock classes on a Friday evening? No, I'm just – Oh, oh, exaggerating. Oh. I'm about to say, because on, on on our campus, it wasn't none of that. <laughs> and it wasn't no, like, I mean, the U of M is like a massive institution. Yeah. Morehouse, it's 1,500 black men. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a smaller school. So sure. you weren't you weren't having any. Okay. See, and I think we had, oh, God. Well, I think well, the latest class that I had yeah. on campus, the latest was like mm-hmm. five o'clock. See, did you ever take, did you ever take any evening classes? What do you mean, like a five o'clock? Like a yeah, like a six Wait, to eight or a no. Seven. We didn't have anything like you didn't six have to eight. it. Okay, see, no. we used to have evening classes. No, we didn't have like, night. That's night. That's night classes. Well, evening and night's like the same thing. No, 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 no. Because I'm saying we didn't have anything like that. Okay, see, because because we had we'd have classes like maybe on a Monday night, like seven to ten. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, but you didn't. You wanted to take those. Midweek. You didn't want to take those early in the week. You didn't want to take them late in the week. No. Okay. I mean, definitely put it like this. On a Friday, Mm -hmm. you don't want to be on the yard after four. Because it's like, especially when you're in college, you're like, hey, let's go. uh, Let's go. Let's go to a kegger. Let's go to, you know, whatever. You want to go to a party. You want to go party on a Friday. Oh, yeah. See, and I got to be honest. I For my five years at North Dakota State, I was never off. I never lived off campus. I was on campus. Really? Yeah, I was on campus all five years. Oh, gosh. But I, now, I, I was on campus one year. Okay. Second year off campus. It's okay. Just, it's just the way that it is in the Atlanta University Center. Like, you're not on campus all four years. Yeah. For the most part. Were you, were you, were you like, close to campus then? Were you, like, I mean, how far was your commute from your uh, place to, second to year, campus? Second year, I was downtown. It was called Midtown, but it was right downtown, right on Peachtree Street. Okay. Uh, junior year, I stayed in Decatur. Okay. And then uh, senior year, I ended up in a couple of different spots, Allstale, and then also I want to say Marietta. Okay. So, right. But Midtown, looking back, that was the experience. That was it? Like, just being in the mix down there, it was super fun, super awesome. That what, was, was it Was it mandatory that you stayed your first year? You had to mandatory. stay on campus? Okay. You, if, if, if you're at Morehouse, you got to stay on campus. Okay. And I, I think that's kind of... I, lo- I love that rule. I do, yeah, I, I do too. I, I, don't, I don't like where, you know, students... 
you you can attend, but you don't have to be on campus. Like that's part of it. Like that's a big big part of it, where you're actually interacting with other students. You're being involved with things on campus. And I've always I've always enjoyed it. I've I've always enjoyed that part. I feel like it's very underrated. And the other rule that we had um, as freshmen, you could not have a car. Really? Okay. No, you yeah, could, we you, you couldn't okay, have a car we, we in never, your freshman year. Okay. Well, maybe there's a you know, difference between Atlanta and Fargo. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe because we were smaller. Mm. Like I, I mean, Fargo Moorhead was not a. I mean, was it just? Why? Yeah, but but why, why 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 would why would I mean? Well, no, I'm just thinking. Like it seems the, like you the, guys would be more inclined to have a rule like that because it's smaller. I, I don't know. Maybe they figured it'd be easier for people to get around when they're not from that. I I, I don't know. I just no. I'm saying you guys didn't have that rule, right? No, you could have your car. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's about bonding. It's it's about when you are utilizing the transit system. Or whatever, like you're bonding. You with have the, to do it with your classmates. You're doing you. stuff with your classmates. If I'm going to the Lenox Mall, it's going to be me and somebody from an accompanying dorm, or in my dorm, or my roommate, or whatever. It's just that's just for socializing. That's just how it was. And okay. I don't. I think that the other. I think that our sister school, Spelman. Um, I think Spelman had a similar deal. I think that their rule was they couldn't have a car on campus freshman year. And they all had to stay in dorms too. Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not complaining. I, no, I think no, no, I know you're just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just yeah I'm just asking questions because yeah. you know I I yeah I think back to it and I I don't feel like I really missed out on anything off campus because I spent a lot of my times you know a lot of my time was spent off campus doing a lot of other things, but my sophomore year of college, I got elected president of churchill hall the residence hall so i was president my sophomore and you know years two and three and by that point i'd worked my way into student government and i mean i got but you were on a co-ed campus yeah i, I mean the the no resident- you went to a you went to a co-ed a co-ed school yeah we went to a co-ed yeah, school yeah yeah so you could have a gal spend the night in your in your dorm room right never happened that's not what I asked. I didn't ask whether it happened or not. It could happen. It could ha- hypothetically, it could happen. Yes. Yeah. So you could that was that could not happen. You couldn't ever. even sneak a gal on campus. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. You couldn't have one spend the night on campus at Morehouse. You there? We have. They have to be out of your dorm by a certain time. Well, they have to, but I mean, you know. I'm not saying people wouldn't try. I was going to say, I'm, I'm just, tell me that I'm, rule never got broken. But I'm I'm just saying, like that, it, it's not like a thing. Same thing for for them. Yeah. Like there were times where we tried to stay on the campus of Spelman. Mm-hmm. It wasn't happening though. So how did they know that you were still there and you get kicked? What out? What do you mean? How do they know? Like they got residential. They got uh, RAs. RAs, yeah, yeah. But like you, the RAs ain't checking. What are you talking about? I mean, RA, our RAs, maybe they just look the other way. Our RAs, like, they your, never— Your RAs probably look the other way because you didn't go to an all-boys school. Maybe but, that's the reason. But, I mean, still, we we shouldn't have had women overnight, you know? I mean, they, they so, were supposed so, to be out at two. So, wait, your dorms that you, you said you stayed in campus all yeah. four years. Yes. So every single dorm that you stayed in was all men. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I only stayed in one. 
I stayed in the same residence hall, the same dorm for five years. And there were no women that lived there. No That's women that lived saying? there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, there were and, no and issue? Well, you had you had dorms that were that were, you know, specific je- sexes. You did have a few you, you know, know co- there were no co-ed setup at NDSU. There there were four high rises that were that were um that were co-ed. But I lived in an so, all So that's a yes, there were co-ed houses. There were, but the one that I was in was not co-ed. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, the one that I was in was was not co-ed, but you know, we we made it co-ed. It just wasn't co-ed on the brochure, but you know. Mm, yeah. You need to, you know, got to college fight it. Good luck. Good luck. Go- oh, I need luck. It was good. <laughs> All right, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, there's nothing anyone can say to me to make me believe that Sean Puffy Combs isn't guilty of what he's accused of. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm somebody that, <clears throat> like many of you, when you – Look at pop culture, and you enjoy movies, you enjoy music, you enjoy whatever that you're enjoying. Um, You will become fans of or appreciate or like certain individuals. And I'll say that, you know, coming up as a a fan of hip-hop, one of the – one of the individuals in the genre of hip-hop culture that you look at and you're like, man, they've had a massive influence. Um, they're a big part of being a creator musically and then within the culture itself. Is Sean Puffy Combs. Goes by Puffy. Goes by Puff Daddy. Goes by Diddy. Goes by Brother Love. Goes whatever. Sean Combs. That's his real name. Sean Combs, um, this situation here where he was hit with a lawsuit um, recently, it was last week actually, he was hit with a lawsuit from his ex-girlfriend and singer Cassie. She claimed that previously in their relationship, that he had raped her. Um, beat her. Introduced her to, quote, a lifestyle of excessive alcohol and substance abuse. And just some really sick stuff. Some really bad stuff. Stuff you don't. You'd hate for anybody to have to go through. She was in an abusive relationship with with him, um, and she filed a lawsuit. And like most individuals do, um, and I'm not saying that everybody's the same. I'm I'm just saying most people do this whether they end up being vindicated or not, is Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, and his representation said, no, these are lies. This is not true. 
we vigorously deny this. A day later, he settled. A day later, let me repeat that, a day later, not weeks later, not months later, a day later, he settled. Cassie's lawyer said that Combs offered her between 10 to, listen to this, listen to this range, between 10 to $99.9 million to keep her from filing her lawsuit. Let me just say this. There's no way. I am looking at Sean Combs and thinking that these are baseless and outrageous lies. You don't settle a day after somebody comes out and claims that you did horrendous things to them and you say that they're baseless and outrageous lies. No, you're lying. You're lying. And the more and more that we hear about Sean Combs, the more and more I get disgusted by this man. You hear about what he did to Cassie. You hear about how he treated some of his other artists in terms of shady financial dealings. You hear about the allegation that he was involved in a murder-for-hire plot on Tupac. You know, they say that you shouldn't wish ill will upon someone. And so I'm not going to wish ill will upon Sean Combs. But if he indeed had something to do with Tupac Shakur being shot and killed, I want him brought to justice. I don't care who you are. Like this is yeah. this is very evil stuff. And one thing I've always said about just the real, real bad stuff with regards to people, it all comes out in the wash. Yeah. It, it, yeah we'll it, eventually uh, find out. Eventually it, it it will all come out in the yep. wash. Yep. You will find out. And so I think that what's happening right now, it's coming out now with Sean Combs. It is. It's coming out now. A lot of times people, you find out about all this bad stuff after they're dead and gone. Nah, it's coming out for him right now. Yeah, and it's it's good that it's coming out while he's here because you want somebody to be held accountable. Absolutely. Here, you know, When I hear about this and you know, we start to hear little by little more information comes out about you know, whoever it is and their misgivings. Here's the thing. You can be a fan of somebody. And it has happened to me where I'm a huge fan of somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I like, you know, I like the way they perform. I, I like their characters. I, I like a lot of things about them. And then you find out some personal things later on. You have the right to change your mind based on new information that becomes available. And it does not make you a bad person to say, I used to support this individual. Yes. 
And now I cannot because they stand for horrible things. They do awful things. They are a terrible human being. It is just fine to come out and say that. Like, I, I That's don't, a sign of being smart. Yes, That's I, a sign of maturity. I don't understand those, Henry, who will defend somebody when they've done so many things that are just evil, mean-spirited, hateful things, you know, like this. And, you know, I know, you know, R. Kelly used to be huge. I mean, people used to love R. Kelly. Yep. And then you find out everything. There are people that, that still in. defend him. And there are some people that it's okay to say, I cannot defend you anymore. It doesn't make you look like a buffoon. It doesn't make you look like, you know, it doesn't look like you've been hoodwinked. But, yeah, there are some people I just I can't get behind anymore. And I hear this about Sean Combs, and I'm thinking, is everything that we've heard about him, is it all a house of cards? Is it a facade? Like, all of these good business things. Like, is he really the good businessman? I mean, is, is there something, like, is there something going on in his, his business side? It's like, I just, there's a lot of skepticism for me that is now placed upon the, you know, Sean Combs empire because of something like this. I can't stand the worship culture that we have with celebrities and just people in general. There will never be somebody out there that I am going to elevate into God, okay? I I pray every day, and it ain't to Sean Combs. It sickens me that there are people – I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're P. Diddy. Or if you go back to the uh, to the seventies with Jim Jones, yeah, I don't care about R. Kelly. Uh, when I was growing up, loved Bill Cosby. When I yes. found, when I found yep. out what, what Bill Cosby was doing, it's over with. It's a wrap. You can't come back from can't, it. I, I ain't supporting you. Yeah, uh, Donald Trump. We got people right now that are Donald Trump to the day they die. Amen. Peace. Sorry to see you act that way. Never could be me. O.J. Simpson. Yeah. I'm not doing OJ. There are a lot of people that are out there. Oh man, I I just I I can never be that person. I just I can't do it, man. Well, well, you can't. I I don't feel like it's insane to me. I I don't feel like it's okay to say I'm ride or die with a certain individual, no matter what they do. When you don't know everything about that individual, because as much as you know, we want to know about all of our public figures and all of our role models. We're never going to know everything about them, right? There are, you know, there are things about celebrities that we are never going to know, good and bad. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Everybody out there has got warts. But I feel like there has to be a, a – there's got to be a line in the sand where it's like, yeah, sexual assault, you know, whatever. Like there are certain things that an individual cannot be a part of. I mean, I used to, you know, when I first, you know, started dating my wife and I somehow convinced her to become a Vikings fan, you know, the very first, well, one of the first jerseys that I got her was Darren Sharper. Like, Ooh, man. Ooh, you no, just brought back a name. I Right? And on our wedding day, like, I got her this T-shirt, 42 Sharper, because... That was the guy that, I mean, he was just you know, always making these big plays. We had no idea 
the just garbage human being that he was. But guess what? We found out that shirt, it went in the garbage. Like everything about it. And she's like, this guy's garbage. I'm like, yeah. He's gar-. And since then, but it's like, that's, it's okay. It's okay to change your mind. But yeah, I, the, the Darren Sharper thing just, just came to mind. Yep. All right. That's 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up here on the late show. All right. Speaking of Darren Sharper, um, okay, I'm getting some conflicting reports here because I looked at this and I was trying to see when he is scheduled to be, when his release date is. Okay. Not because I want him out, but just I'm curious, right? Yeah. One thing that I saw said potentially 2024, but I'm seeing something else. Well, Wikipedia says he is scheduled to be released in late 2028. 2024 seems early. But, but I think he's done like nine years. If not more. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason. It it was all bad. Like it, it was, was yeah. it was the it's this is one of the you you talking about a, a just a crazy, just lunaticish, like raping women with no remorse type situation. Yeah. That's him. Wasn't there like drugging too? Yes, the dr- yes. I mean, it was all. It even involved the police officer that was a friend of his or something like that or whatever that mm. got involved. It, it just the worst of the worst, dude. Yeah, and I wasn't he working for ESPN at the time too? And they like he was immediately for NFL Network. I think. Oh, NFL Network. Okay, I think it was NFL Network. Okay, and then he was immediately just like yanked off. Uh... Yep, he was at NFL Network. NFL Network, okay. And he, on February 28th, 2014, he was fired from NFL Network in connection with his arrest for aggravated rape. Mm. And so in this span, California, Louisiana, Arizona, and Nevada. That's that's serial stuff. Oh, Like, that absolutely. is a serial. Sick. That is a serial rapist. And... You can't give him enough time. You couldn't have given him enough time. But, yeah, if he served nine already, mm, yeah, I, yeah. for some reason I was thinking it was around 15-ish. But, I mean, it was Darren Sharper has been off my radar for such a long time. that, And I'm not Googling it now. This is all by memory. So I'm well, obviously. Let me, let me take a look at this real quick. It's, okay. It says, it says, yeah, we got a couple minutes. Yeah, we got um, time. It says. We got two and a half. In, in the Nevada situation, he pleaded guilty. Um, to a single count of attempted sexual assault on two women in Las Vegas, he agreed to serve three to eight years for this crime. Okay. Okay. So that was 2016. Okay. Three to eight for that. He, he, he pleaded guilty in, in 2015, but it says he was formally sentenced. Formally sentenced in 2016. 2016. Okay. All right. So let's just u- utilize eight years for that. Okay. So that, that will be 2024 for that. That's Nevada. California and Arizona. Um, Reached a plea agreement to resolve all the charges against him. He appeared in court to enter gu- guilty pleas. Uh, Arizona j- judge sentenced him immediately to nine years in prison. Okay. With no chance for early release. On November 29th of 2016, it says, sentenced to 20 years in prison. 
Sharper's plea deal allows serving half that time, 10 years. Okay. So that's another, and I think these things run concurrently. They run concurrently. Okay, that, right. that, that's so, what I was so, wondering. So, so, so we're, let's ballpark it here. We're talking nine years roughly. Yeah. So that's Nevada, that's California, that's Arizona. The final one to look at here is Louisiana. Um, pre-sentence report called for a range of 15 to 20 years. The judge approved a new deal under which the proposed length of imprisonment fits the above range. He was sentenced to 18 years and four months of incarceration, incarceration followed by three years of supervised release. Um, once out... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this is kind. Of, this one. Yeah, I, I think. I, th- I think this is what it's going to boil down to. I think based on all of this, it's likely he's going to get out in twenty twenty eight. Twenty twenty eight. Okay. Yeah, because because even while I'm looking at this and whatever you know, some of this might be cut off. You know, maybe some of it was you know prorated or with you know being applied. You know, time already served. So maybe some of that was was added. But that in. could at best be a year because he was released from Info Network in 2014. Yeah, and I mean, I I don't know, you know what, you know, being paroled, you know, good be. I, I don't know what any of that stuff would be, in terms of the three to eight and the nine and the ten and all I know is he's he's a bad dude. He's a yep. bad dude. And in not a good way. Yeah, no, not a not a bad as hey man, he's bad. Like he's a yeah. I know, I know, I know what you meant. He's a horrible human being. That and we don't like him. We don't like him. No, I'm totally with you, man. We don't. All right, that's gonna wrap up the late show, guys. Tomorrow night, Stevie T is in for me. I am uh hanging out with my pops, and uh, I'll be back on Wednesday night right here. Good neighbor news talk 830 WCCO. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 